Hello, hola, and ida hanya ni duhenyu. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the 18th episode of the Naturally Ever After podcast. My name is Nidia Guiti, and by profession, I am a licensed clinical social worker. In this podcast, I share tips on how to build confidence as you transition and maintain your natural hair by way of sharing my own story and lessons that I've learned along the way in my own natural hair journey. I firmly believe that mindset and perspective shifts how we think and feel about ourselves. So let's get into it. So this episode, I was, my intention was definitely to release it within close proximity to the first part of it. So this is the second part of my interview with Amani. And I thoroughly enjoyed myself in re-listening to this episode. A lot of gems come to mind when I think about my own lock journey and the three times that I've done it. I'm sure part four or the fourth time when I do decide to go back to getting locks again will teach me something different. Um, But the biggest takeaway that I'm sitting with this emotion and being present with it is change and being open to change and learning that I've, that there's been changes in the past that I've been able to work through and having faith that whatever changes I'm working through in the present moment, I'm also going to get through it, even though it may not always feel that way. And I feel like that's what my locks in the past have taught me. And even thinking about them is what is teaching me in this moment. So I hope that you all enjoy the second part to this interview with Imani, and I will see you next time. And... And we're back, y'all, for the second part of the interview with Amani. She started talking about Guatemala. I'm like, um, are we gonna hit record? Yes, we yes. are. Let's Thank talk you. about this. <laughs> so pretty much like my first, and this is going into just like reactions to mm-hmm. locks. This is back in the day where people weren't really getting locks like that, you yeah. know, back in uh 20, 2014, 2015. So I'm so I locked my hair, went to Guatemala year in, and man, the first thing, the first thing a, a, a male friend of mine out there said is, Man, por qué aurinaste tu pelo? ¿Qué hiciste? And I'm just, so that's like, why did you mess up your hair? Mm. And in my and I remember looking at him and I'm like, do you not remember what my hair used to look like when I was permed? Yeah. My hair was was terrible then. Mm-hmm. My hair was unhealthy then. And I went into this whole spiel. Like I was born with this hair. Right, I'm right. embracing this hair. Yeah. And this is the same hair that's on your head that you just right. cut, like, you know, a close shave. Why can't I do this? Why can't, like what's stopping it? Like who, who's to tell me that I can't embrace my own hair? And he's just like, well, you know, I don't really like it. I don't care what you like. So then speak to that, sir, because that's your problem. Not right. <laughs> I, I didn't ask you. Mm-hmm. I, I don't care what you like. I don't, but best believe then when I went back, maybe like four years, this last trip, he saw me, you know, my hair is now down my back. He's like, oh, your hair is so beautiful. Oh mm-hmm. my God. And then other people in Guatemala and people in my town are now locking their hair. Um, also saw some of that in America in out here too 
where, you know, a lot of my friends were like, I would never, I would, oh my God, I, I can't, you know, I got to make sure my hair's always laid. <laughs> yeah. Now all the world, all the children of America, not everybody got locks, everybody. And I love it. Embrace it, you yeah. know, but you know, if, if you don't like someone's hair, just also keep that to yourself. That part. Yeah. That part. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't remember asking for your opinion, beloved. <laughs> I don't remember asking. So when you said that the guy said, ¿Por qué, por qué arruinaste tu pelo? It reminds me of a story. So I went to my aunt's house um, and I didn't want to go, but it's one of these things It's more like courtesy. Like, oh, you know, people either coming from home or going back and it's like, oh, go say bye. And it's just like, why? Right. Anywho, I go. And at this point, I'm still in college. So this is like, what, 2007, 2008, around the time that I first stopped relaxing my hair. And at that at that point, one of the styles that I was doing a lot of was um, braid outs. But because I still have relaxed ends, my ends were straight. So sometimes I'll have to put a roller and sometimes it will it would match the hair and other times it wouldn't. But I went to my aunt's house and um, an elder was there. And she goes and got ifuna ug, And I was like, oh, what? I cannot believe translation in garifuna. What that means is like, oh, like her hair is ugly. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, your hair is the same though. Mm-hmm. I think the difference from the story you shared is that I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't in the space to explain. I was so angry that like literally my body took me out of that situation. I was in there like one minute. I walked in. Oh, no. Hello. Hi. That that's that's the first thing you say. And I didn't already want to be here. Well, y'all, I was just coming to say hi. Have a good night. And I left. Yes. I'm not even mad at that response. Yeah. Because it's like you. this at the end of the day, this is your space. I'm walking into your home. Mm-hmm. And you can't accept the way I look, then I'm going to see right. my way out. No problem. Right. I think the hurtful part is that it's family. Yes. And it's like, I expect this from everybody else but my family. Right. Right. But when you think related about- to old boy or well, he's just from your town? No, he's just from my town. Okay. So um, let me rephrase. Not so much family, but within my community. Because I think that, especially when you see people- that mirror how you also look it's just it's hard to fathom and understand that you have a problem with the mirror Mm. because I I am you you are a reflection of me we might be different shades and the texture might be a little different but black is black Mm -hmm. I mean and we we all know why you know us as a people you know not just Garifuna but black people in general like why our hair is so political right mm-hmm. um we made it political but it was also made political yeah it wasn't it wasn't just us mm-hmm. so even in you know our small Garifuna community where most people are tend to be you know a darker hue with you know coily hair some of us have you know different you know, more loose textures, but at least in my town, I know like most people have really coily hair. Mm -hmm. So yeah, to have the elders who are natural and just have their hair in braids, you know, the little, you know, the 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 two braids with the pañuelo, with the, Mm -hmm. you know, the little wrap and Mm -hmm. yeah, say always having something to say about our hair when we keeping it natural. Yeah. It's, it's crazy to think about. It really is. 
because I'm like back, but grandma back in your day, like in the 30s and 40s, y'all didn't have problems with what you did. I ain't your methane say. Oh, I braided my hair. It's like, okay, whatever. I, I love my locks though. Like, I, I used to tell them like, I love it. So not sorry. Right. Not sorry at all. Mm-hmm. Now, because of the pandemic, it's not like going back to Guatemala has been a recent option. So when is your next trip back home? And what do you feel that would, what do you feel, feel and partially anticipate how you will be received? Man, I don't see myself going back for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, I have other trips I want to do. Okay. And yeah, in Guatemala, you know, it, it's home, but I no longer have like a close family member there. So mm-hmm. I finally feel the freedom to be able to travel and not feel like, damn, maybe I should go see my grandma or my aunt yeah. or, you know, so but when I do go and I'm natural like this, well, first of all, most, correct me if I'm wrong, at least Guatemalans, most Garifuna people, women rather, they get their hair did to go to Guatemala. So that means to get, they get get weaves. Like, so if I roll up in there and my hair is short and natural, people are going to gag, but they always gag when they see me because I'm, I go there looking like I'm going to the corner store. Like, hey, what's up? I didn't get all done up for this trip because I came here to sit down. Right. Stay in the house. Right. Know, I, might go, I might go to the club one day. But mm-hmm. other than that, you know, and I'm like I said, they're gonna say something. There's at least right now, I don't I don't think that there are any young women with like short natural hair like mine. I think right now people are doing like the weaves and the the braids. I don't even think women out there are locking either, because there, there's a there is a negative connotation to locks. They, you know, it's like mm-hmm. oh, you do drugs and, and shit. So yeah, I don't. So you mentioned anymore. traveling. So what other places are you going to be traveling to? I think of like the global, the global I wanna, blackness. Global I want to go to Costa Rica. I want to go to uh, Colombia, Kenya, oh, Brazil where there are Blacks, okay? It, this all places Black. Maybe go to Bahia. Bahia, Bahia in Brazil is like the Mecca of Blackness. Mm-hmm. I heard it's beautiful. That's the next, that's the next city in Brazil that I want to go to because I've only been to Rio. Oh, no, Dike, I've only been to Rio. Like, at least you've been to Brazil. At least you've been there. <laughs> yeah, I wish. Bahia. Let's go. Let's, let's like, go. Let's go. They're gonna be like, how single people talk to each other? You want to do lunch in Brazil? Let's go to Bahia. What you doing on Friday? Right, right. Dinner in Rio, no big deal. Like we out there, you know. One thing I do look forward to, and I've I've traveled since being since I was bald. I I shaved my head bald, bald. I was bald. Um, is that they're not checking my hair anymore? Amen. Yo, this last time I went to Cali. Think about that. Yo. I went to Cali. That was the first time in five years that TSA did not take me to the side, mm. pat me down even more, or take my bag and be like, we just gonna double check this real quick. The first time in five years. Every time I travel, I always get stopped. Even internationally, wow. I'll get stopped. And I, I'm 100% sure. I mean, I'm sure my blackness played a part, but it was my hair. Mm. I remember where was I going one time? I think I was actually going to Guatemala the year I went 
this last time, this last time I went, um, I stopped, my layover wasn't Texas. And for some reason I had to go through TSA again. So the lady, and I had a feeling, yo, like the way she looked at me when I was about to go through the little uh, scanner thing, Mm -hmm. like she just looked hype. And I was just like, oh, she's so hype. So she was like, okay, come in, blah, 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 put your hands up. You know, that little scanner does a little thing around you. And then I step out and she was like, okay, I just have to check something. I just have to check your hair. And I'm just like, what you checking my hair for? Right. This lady dug her hands mm. into my scalp. It was, it's like she went underneath like the yeah. necks and oh. went in the scalp. That's and like so painful. It was very, and it was creepy. Cause I'm just like, this feels a little too intimate. Like mm. it's one thing to just kind of like pat. Cause sometimes they'll just pat, pat, pat. But she was in my scalp, like massaging. And a part of me, and this is how I know I'm shady. I was like, you know what? Her hands about to be greasy as fuck. Cause I just <laughs> hell out of this scalp last night and I slept with a wrap. So that oil, like it's still sitting there. So her, she gonna take her hand out. She gonna see nothing but oil. Oh, well, stain all your clothes. I don't, I don't give a fuck. Like, cause I just felt violated. You know, right, like you, right. you see myself. And I'm like, and again, thank God it's oily. So now you got to deal with that. Now you got to right. wash your hands. Right. But when I get to my destination, I got to wash my hair now. Because right. I, don't, I don't know what you put in there. Your energy and your journey. That part, so, yeah. that part. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah, girl. I'm pretty sure that's not TSA protocol either. That was the first. She made that up. She made that up. She was hyped. I don't, she, I think it was like a, oh, you know, maybe a curiosity. Cause she did ask me, she was just like, oh, I like your hair. Okay. Thank you. And so, you know, you use that opportunity to touch, but it, that was not, hmm. that was not okay. I've had, you know, with, with my locks, I've had certain situations. There was another time in, um, in, in Mexico, I was with a friend and we're in a restaurant and all of a sudden I hear my friend like yelling and she was just like don't ever do that again you are not allowed to do that that is disrespectful Mm -hmm. and I turn around I'm just like what's happening and she was like did you not feel that lady touch like the lady apparently like grabbed my lot like touched part of it like Mm -hmm. caressed it as she was passing me and I didn't feel it but my friend saw it in what world is that appropriate you don't know her right and I'll tell you they were not Mexican and when I looked, they were not mad. Wow. But she like pet me, like uh, like pet me, like I'm some like I'm some type of pit bull. Like I'm a chihuahua just standing in there waiting to be pet. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't miss that. I do not miss that. Oh, it's crazy that you even had to experience that. And I forgot all about these memories. And like now everything's like flooding, you know? And yeah, I just I don't. Also, in Mexico, someone asked me how much I charge. And I was like, for what? <laughs> and he was like, to sleep with me. I was like, ha! Huh? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. I cannot it's... with this. My experiences um, in other countries, because the places that I've been to have been predominantly Black, I find that like having natural hair and just being and not not trying to conform to whatever the standard is in that respective country. Um, I would say the calm energy that I give off is what I attract. 
So I find the people that I want to be around. And then sometimes I don't. And then it's just like, I get curious as to if you're treating me in this way and I'm a visitor, how do you treat people that also look like me that are from this country? Because y'all are acting like this is new, but there's black people everywhere. Mm, that's real. There's black people everywhere. So you're so shocked and so comfortable being um, foolishly curious and in ways that can be perceived as disrespect. But like, how do you treat the people that look like me that are already here? Wow. Silence. Of course, of course. I just walk away because again, like I shared in in the last episode, um, I'm not in the space anymore where I feel like I need to explain anymore. Or not not that, well, maybe not a need. I don't have the desire to, I don't have the bandwidth to do it. It's like, look, this just is what it is. Be well. Mm -hmm. You do with that, (laughs) whatever you want. Mm Yeah, I, I, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, what it's like to just go internationally mm-hmm. as a loose natural. Yeah. And, and to be honest, I mean, besides, I don't really know too many Black communities. Well, you know, let me rephrase that. I feel like due to social media, mm-hmm. people are now exposed to the natural community and so people are more you know in other countries are now embracing Mm -hmm. what it is to be natural which is a beautiful thing I mean if that's what they want you know great Uh, but I I still I I still think about that I still get nervous like okay well then you know what what if you know they don't that's not considered beautiful then what is that going to affect my self-esteem when I'm when I'm in this country are people going to approach me in, you know, in different ways? Like, I don't, I don't know. I have to, I have to figure it out. I have to find out. Yeah. I find that in this season in life, like my thirties have been amazing. I feel like my thirties are my twenties doing over, but with money, because (laughs) the things that I'm learning, (laughs) the things that I'm learning, unlearning and just relearning have been so powerful so so powerful once upon a time i would say to to the question that you just gave or more so the thought i would have i feel like my self-esteem would have fluctuated because of the lack of response now it's just like okay 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 to you be well with yourself (laughs) i'm gonna be at the bar chilling (laughs) that's where i'm going to be you could be stressed out (laughs) the reality is and I want I want our listeners to be mindful about when negative energy is directed towards you from someone that doesn't know you they are that's projection what is projection when people put their feelings onto you so if they don't like something oh I can't believe you are doing that what they're really saying is I can't believe I don't have the courage to do what you just did Hmm. That's a personal problem. And when we talk about building self-esteem in the natural hair space, and as you grow and evolve in this journey, we have to go inward about, well, why, why is it that I feel, what about this comment made me feel some type of way? Because if, if you are still struggling with something, the reason why it bothers you is because you haven't sorted that out yet. It's not the, it's not the comment. The comment is the catalyst 
to now remind you of why you don't like this so much. So I, I always encourage people to go inward and focus on what is it about what was said that was bothering me? Because the things that used to bother me at the beginning of my natural hair journey are not the same issues that I have now. Mm-hmm. And that inner work helped me a lot. So you were going to say something about inward because I saw you point at yourself. No, because that's what I was thinking too. I, the natural journey for me was personal. Mm-hmm. I had to learn, unlearn, and relearn mm-hmm. over and over and over again. And it was not easy. You know, like, like I said, like just being 4C, my mom is not natural. Mm-hmm. At the times, none of my cousins were natural. My dad has a very different hair texture than I do. So does every single one of my siblings. I'm the only one with super coarse hair. Mm-hmm. So when I say siblings, I'm talking about my dad's side. My mom's side, I'm the only child. Um, so... I didn't have anyone to look to. I didn't have anyone in my personal life to be like, okay, let's talk about this. Cause I need, I need somebody to bounce ideas off of. No, I just, it was all me, but I did feel like once I became comfortable with myself and once I became comfortable with my hair and I was able to talk about it and encourage others to do the same kind of work, I found it easier to just exist. And that's where I've been ever since. Yes. And it's a beautiful place to be Mm y'all. It really is. Because you're the one setting your standard. Right. Right. You're the one setting your standard. And it seems as I'm saying it out loud, like what's coming up for me is like, it seems like such a simple complex, but it's so multi-layered because there's a lot of unlearning that you're doing in the process so that you can make room for the thing that you want to take up space. So like so-and-so's opinion that I'm still thinking about, or let example, I'm still thinking about this energy can be used for something productive and conducive to what my goal actually is. Yeah. Right. Oh, man. That inner work is that U-turn. Uh, that U-turn is a beast. Because no, no one prepares you for that. No oh, one. And it no. happens at any point in life. Like mm-hmm. it just hits you and you have to do the work. If you want to move forward, it's like you feel that that almost like that that itch, like, yo, I, I gotta, I gotta do this journey real quick. And mm-hmm. I don't know how long it's gonna take. And even, you know, my natural hair, when I was a loose natural before my locks, I was a loose natural for about three to four years. Um, and was, you know, mostly uncomfortable the entire time. Mm-hmm. So, but I felt like I had to go through that process. Yeah. And I, you know, and I did. And it, interesting, interestingly enough, like I said, like once I became more comfortable, it, I was able to talk to people about it. So the same people who were, and bless their hearts, but the same people who were kind of just like, I would never go natural, ended up. Mm-hmm. Once I got locks, they went natural. Mm. Once I was three years in with my locks, they got, they got locks. So I'm just like, okay. Like, I love that you're embracing yourself too. I, it sucks that y'all had to shade me first. Cause it really did hurt my feelings. I'm right. a sensitive being, mm-hmm. um, but you're happy now. And I see where that came from. Mm-hmm. Came right. From right. Me. So now you, you were for them, that person they looked to that you didn't have. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I never thought I would admit that out loud. But I peeped. If y'all, any of y'all listening, I peeped. I peeped. <laughs> I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you, sis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People don't know what they don't know. And yeah. the bad thing, I, I, or the disheartening thing about ignorance is that when you don't know something, ask. Because mm-hmm. I think that curiosity can help um, build connection, whereas judgment cuts connection off. 
Yeah. Yeah. By judging, again, not only are you projecting insecurities onto someone else, but like, why would this person want to share more time and space with you if this is the energy that you're bringing to the conversation? Because just by asking like, hey, I'm curious as to why, or can, could you help me understand better? Or what would you, what, what would you share that would help me, you know, also get on this path? That's a very different conversation than, well, do you, but I would never. And it's just like, excuse me. (laughs) But again, it's like, we have to grow Mm -hmm. and learn. Yeah. And you know, the, that was how many years ago, like I said, I've, I've I've grown, I've changed since when I first got my locks or when I first cut my hair from a perm. Um, this new journey, I don't know where it's going to take me. I don't, I'm, it's going to be a different set of locks. You know what I mean? It's a new head. I mean, same head, but new hair, I guess you think about it. Cause locks is nothing but dead hair that kind of, right, right. you know, so we'll see what, I guess, socially what that does for me. Um, social media for me. I mean, I just, I cut my hair, like I said, April 3rd and I, let the I let social media quote unquote it's so weird I'm old y'all um I let social media know like the day of my like June 2nd my birthday mm-hmm. and people were just like gagging and I was just like I've been this is I've been living like this for the last like two right years now you know like in happy belated birthday fellow Gemini and to all the Gemini's listening <laughs> we just did the hand the frizzle hand it's our season oh my gosh um I feel like there's more money in my pocket and my skin is glowing more because you know I think my hair grew a centimeter because of Gemini season um yes (laughs) (laughs) which is still going on by the way we have a few more days (laughs) we have a few more days I'm living it up you know it it, it's beautiful people people have a lot to say about us but here we are um well, I forgot my train of thought. Let me tell y'all something. Mm. But it's okay. We're just going to go back to, you know, this This is going to be a, a totally different journey. And I'm looking forward to it. So we'll see. I'm excited. I'm excited for you and everything that's going to come your way as a result of having this new space and time for just something new. Yes. Yes. Something. And I, I hope I can inspire people to do the same, you know, even if, you have long hair. Having locks was the first time in my life that I've had hair that went past like my chin, mm. you know? Um, so for anyone who wants or feels like they, they're ready to let go because they're just ready to make that change, mm-hmm. do it when you feel comfortable Yeah, and then just keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. Once they're gone, they're gone. Right. What do you feel? And we can, I'm curious to know, what do you feel your lot journey has taught you thus far about change? Because in the last episode, you mentioned um, easing into change in ways that you didn't before. So with this new change, what are you hoping to embrace more of? Wow. I want to get more comfortable with change. You know, I'm still uncomfortable Mm -hmm. just because I've went through so many change so many changes you know within the last couple of months that does not mean that it's, it's gotten any easier mm-hmm. um but what I have learned is that change could be really good like yeah. really good and if it was good for me the first several times yeah. I, I I, I want to follow that train mm-hmm. you know and you, like you said your 30s you said were kind of like the are, are the best years I just turned 30 
So I'm, and what, what does a number mean? Nothing, right? But I'm, I'm ready for this new decade yeah. and to live for me. Me cutting my hair was a choice. I didn't have to. I did not have to. I, I did it because I was just like, I, something's got to give and my hair is that. Right, right. So, yeah, we'll see. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining me on part two of our conversation. I look forward to future yes. and interviews together. Thank you so much for being here with me, Amani. No problem. Thank you for inviting me.